This episode is brought to you by HP Instant Ink. No one is reading your mind, but HP Instant Ink knows when your printer is running low and sends new cartridges before you run out. So you never have to think about ink. For details, visit hp.com slash instant ink Spotify. Conditions apply. Hey everybody, welcome to the Ninth Realm, an Age of Sigmar podcast brought to you by FrontlineGaming.org, where you can get your tabletop gaming goodies at a discount and... For a little while longer, until Friday, we are doing our FLG Matt April pre-order special. Uh, Any of the new mats, of which there are a lot. We have nearly 80 different mats now. 80? Are, yeah, nearly 80 different mats. Wow. It's insane. Like, it's a lot. But, uh, and we're also adding more every week. We also, we already have a couple new mats that we're going to be rolling out uh, in May. Yeah. Or at the end of April, actually, that we'll be showing everybody, but... If you want to grab one, uh, and we do have them 4x4, 4x6, 3x3 foot sizes, any of the pre-order mats are currently at a discounted price and have free shipping. Free shipping? That's really good. Yeah, so you have until uh, April 21st, this coming Friday, to get your order in. And then that sale is bye-bye for all of those specific mats. Yeah. So today... Oh, the book. On uh, not the 7th realm, not the 8th realm, but the ninth, ninth realm. Yep. We're going to talk about... Carriage and Overlords, causing quite the stir. Again, GW, make more of your stuff, please, because it sold out <sighs> right away. I, I was poking around just looking at some of the scrolls because those are online, and they're already, you know, yep. email me. I know. Like, yep. But this this time at least we got, the retailers got an email Saturday morning saying, thank you for your enthusiasm, but we've sold out. And we were able to order yes. on Saturday, just to put it in perspective. Yes. So... Fun times. Yeah. So what does this mean if you want to order the Carriage and Overlords? This will be one of the last times we can do 25% off um, advertised price. Yeah, they're changing the rules on yeah. that. Then. Which is, it's exciting though. we're going to be able to sell on the web card, which makes things so much easier. Go right into the modern era with everybody else. Yeah, yeah. you know, 15 years late. But hey, you know what? Better eh. late than never. Uh, you'll be able to do so, and we will fulfill the orders. It will just probably take a couple weeks mm-hmm. um, to, for us to get it to send you. Yeah. But everyone's out. So if you want to get it at a nice juicy discount, one of the last times we'll be able to advertise 25% off MSRP, mm-hmm. do so, and uh, you just have to be patient. Yep, and it, it is coming back into stock in May. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it won't yep. be that big of a wait, but uh, we will be able to hook you up. And they're causing quite quite the stir. People are very excited. This is this was a big move by GW. I think this was quite a bold play. Very out of the box. But yeah. uh, I think it's going to pay in uh, pay huge dividends. Oh, yeah. They're... Everybody's talking about what lists they'd make, how they might fight against them. It's a big change in, in the meta and where the game's going to go. I mean, who else is going to get a transport? How else are they going to get movement on the table? You've got tree people who disappear in one place, reappear in another. The Stormcast would come down from the sky. Corn now these guys just, go out in ships. They get pissed off and they just run that Yeah, corn get extra movement because they're angry. Mm-hmm. They're corn. And Zeesh, they just fly. Yeah. So, you know. Shoot you out the board with magic. And, and have range and shooting and magic. And Skyfires. Yeah. My God. Frankie's putting together nine of them right now. Only I nine? I just want to smash them. Only nine? Well, he he's got, he has Archeon and uh, oh. Lord of Change. You got to put the big guys in there. Yeah, you only yeah. nine. He and Andy at, uh, at Adepticon were one of the first people that I saw to use it. Mm-hmm. And the looks on other people's faces. Because <laughs> Archeon with Destiny dies. Because Archeon was, everyone was complaining, oh, he's not, he's not good enough. No, he's too good now. Yeah, he's plenty he's fine in. the way he was now with pulling a dice off the side going, no, 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 we got that six we need. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. 
He, he instant kill any big guy he goes into combat with. If you don't kill him first, he's probably going to kill you. Gonna yeah. Take him right off the table. He yep. did it to Nagash in a game with Brandon. Oof. And Brandon was like, "What? He did what? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah, he's he's dead. Just just put yeah. him away. He can come so, back later. So everything that's been coming out lately has been overtly powerful. Yeah. But the character and overlords, I would argue, are not. Everyone that's read the book off the cuff that I have spoken with has said they look very mediocre. Well, we'll have to see how they play on the table. I mean, they've the, the gunship's huge. You got eighteen wounds on that big guy. Yeah, but you they can have put a characters point. on it who can heal it every hero phase. You just have to survive in the next hero phase. You, you, I agree. But they only have a four up or a five up save, so their save is crummy. If you shoot them with artillery, they will literally not get a save. Yeah. And well, the the, the ironclad will, but he's a four hundred forty point model mm-hmm. that packs very middling firepower. There's a lot of guys who can buff him, give him ones a plus one to hit. Can exchange. can models can models fire add from hits of it? to that? No, they're oh. like effectively not on the table. Yeah, That's but it, again, this this may also play just like Sylvaneth do with that mobility, mm-hmm. making them tricky to to really pin down and defeat. I think that that the key to this army and why I agree, we need to put them on the tabletop in order to see what they're really capable of right. is the speed and some of their units are. Like wow, the the gun riggers or no the um, the gun the the the, the, the gun slingers <laughs> gun gun guys yeah uh, gun gun stocks, stocks, thunders. Gunners, uh, yeah. this unit puts out forty k level firepower yeah it's ridiculous. and you can get them with a thirty six inch range without mortar yeah because I was poking through the book book earlier you can put an extra five guys slowing down your ship so you get the basic ship which has ten. Mm-hmm. You put these five in there, but basically that first turn you drop them on that objective and just have those five guys sit there and shoot everybody away from it. And if you've got that mortar, they're all reaching 36 inches of that. Well, let's let's just put this in in uh, context for people because we've kind of jumped in. So let's, oh, yeah. you know what? Let's just jump in. That's what we're, sure. let's let's talk about it. So this is the unit that makes me that I think is going to shine. Right? Mm-hmm. It's the Grunstock Thunderers. They're like an elite. They're their elite unit. They are expensive. They're 20 points a model. They only have a four up save. They only have one wound. Only one wound. They only have move four. They do have bravery seven, which is pretty good. Yeah. But uh, what Scott was talking about is their mortar. It's a 36-inch gun on an infantry model. We've never seen this before. Yep. And each one, it it hits on a four, wounds on a three. No rend, but it's a D3 damage per shot. But every single guy can take one. Mm -hmm. Well, um, when the uh, Stormcast came out, their new guys... They can oh, get 36 have, they stand still. They do have that. But You're right. I, this, I, is, this is, I mean, a D3 wounds, four to hit, but you can put people near them to help them with that. Well, then, um, the, the, really, the, the killer combo is you give them the Aether Chemist, and he gives them plus one shot. So now each guy has two D3 damage shots damage at 36 shot. inch range. At 36 inch range. So you take a unit of five, you stick them on an objective, and they just doof, doof. And they just wow. blast away. They kill light infantry like in droves. Or three shots from the rifle at 18 inches range, which is still pretty good. Yeah. Three fours, rend one, one damage. Or the, the other one that really jumped out at me is the Aether Cannon. Now, again, each guy has a choice of five guns, but they all, they're like a Devastator Squad. Yeah. They can pick and choose which ones they want to take. But yeah. you, you, it's just like a Devastator Squad. You're going to want to take, take all, all of the, the same, same ones. in exactly. most instances. Yeah. Things that complement each other, if right. nothing else. Yeah. Right. So now the Aether Cannon is only 12-inch range, one shot, hit on a four, wound on a two, rend two, D3 damage. It's a mini cannon. Yeah. Literally, mini yep. cannon. But, like, again... And these guys you'd put in the ship to get close. And yes. And then just jump out and just nuke These guys anything. clear an objective. Yeah, these guys have melted guns. Now, <laughs> once again, you put... Let me double-check. I'm, I'm using the right character. I think yeah. it's... Yeah, it's the Aether Chemist. 
He uses yeah. his Aetheric Augmentation. You add one to the attack Tracks. of one weapon mm -hmm. of a unit, which can be a shooting attack. So now a unit of five has 10 Rin 2 D3 damage shots Ooh. in one of two. That's getting shot with three cannons. Man. Like, Man. that yeah. is devil. You're going to, like, care, like, it doesn't yeah. matter what you're shooting at. You're going to tear them up. Yeah. Right Goodbye, Nagash. Goodbye, other. Well, not Nagash. Not, like, like, not in one volley, but, but you quite okay, possibly. Put big guys yeah. on the table. Yeah. Yeah. Units holding an objective. Mm -hmm. You can clean them right off, that sort of thing. Yeah. And 2 D3 damage is, a, is significantly better than 1 D6. Because yeah. you, the lowest you can go to, your average is going to be four. Um, it's obviously a lot harder to roll six, but you're going to have a much more even curve of damage right. distribution. So again, you take unit of 10, put the Aether Chemist next to him, that's 20 D3 potential damage. Right. What's the point cost on that? They are 20 points per model. So it's 100 well, points for 10. That's not so bad. 100 points? No, I thought they were more than that. Were they more than that? Am I wrong? Uh, Let's double check. Uh, right, thunders. No, they're 220, right? Oh, no, right. the Thunderers are underneath it. That's the gunship. Yeah, you're at 100. 100 yeah. points for 5. So 100 you, points for 5. So you, it's you not take bad. a unit of 10 no, with, the, with the Aether Chemist, and they jump out. Right. Or you take two units of 10. Yeah, and then, then you're even better. And then you're going to kill almost anything in the game that yeah. you shoot at. And then they get back in their ship and fly away. Yeah. That's just how just I think... Just laughing, thumbing their nose. Like, Ooh. I think that's how this army yeah. is going to play. I think that's how it's going to be good. Because a lot of people are looking at them like... It's going to be a run-and-gun list. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the Arcanaut, cool. uh, well, the Arcanauts aren't that bad either. The base... Your core guy. No, I, I really Because you like, can switch up there. You, let's take a look same at Same thing. Guys, you buy three boxes of those. Base, you can eat army total with a different special weapon and do the three and three and three rather than three different things. They all have the hook. They all have the um, the gaff. I thought I'd call it a gaff, whatever it is. The eighth shot. Um, the multi shot. Uh, the Oops, I'm sorry. I have one more. It's the. Company. Argonaut Company. Yeah, so they have light sky hook as a gun. You, the two other gun choices are you can all have sky pikes. Yep. You hand out sky pikes. Sky, so you can drop hooks. them. Sky hooks? Yeah. Well, no, no, light sky. Can they all take light the sky, sky hooks? Pike. Well, the sky pike is a melee weapon. I, I think what you're always going to take is the sky hook. The light sky hook. Yeah, because they can take. Th well, you know what? Let's let's describe Whoa. their profile so yeah. that people we can put it in context. 120 points for 10. Not bad already no. for a battle line choice. That's not. It's their only battle line right. choice. Um, move four, but it's not really relevant if you're using the ships. Well, and they're battle line across all order. They're not battling just for that. Nice. It's cross order, which is I can see these guys taking the place. A lot of guys would use uh, the judicators, the bow. Oh right. Bow guys as their yeah. line unit. Now you can take these guys. Uh, that's a great point. Uh, bravery six. It's above average for line infantry. Uh, one wound, five save. Now th that that's not very impressive. No. What's really impressive is they have three attacks per guy. They have a they have two pistol shots and they have a cutlass. It's all wound hit four, wound four. One damage. One damage. But uh, what, where they really shine is their, their sergeant gets an extra melee attack, an extra shooting attack. So now he has five. Mm -hmm. And yep. then they can take three special weapons. Uh, and your choice is the automatic volley gun. Mm -hmm. It's a rapid fire gun with six shots, rend one. Right. So if you took five three, to hit, six shots. Yeah, uh, rend one, one damage, yeah. You're only going to take these if you can buff their hit. Right. So yeah. Because yeah. you can have 18 shots and rend one. That's crazy. Yeah, that's true. And then uh, the light sky hook is the one that I think is the best choice personally. One shot, four to hit, three to wound, rend two, d three damage. Again, it's right. a, does that do what the other sky hooks do? Does it pull them closer? No, it does not. Ah, no, it does not. But then you can take the sky pike, was a melee weapon. Attack two attacks, four to hit, four to wound, rend one, d three damage. You see, and that's the one. See, because when you get a box, you're going to get a choice of three and three and three. You're probably going to have oh, three so one of each. I see what you're saying. So you'd say, okay, one unit's going to be in the group. I'm going to run forward. Got it. They jump out with those. To, to do the damage they can with to get the bonus to swing 
as I see what you're saying. The other guy in the so you take one with each. Yeah, that's not, not a bad idea. Yeah, well, it would be economical way to do it, but also you always need a unit that can melee, and you'd move these guys in with that after you've softened them up with your shooting. You're not going to hit a fresh, tough unit of like blood warriors with them. Right. But if they come in after they've been softened a little bit, they can go ahead and clean them up. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's well, since you shoot in melee, though, like I'm always of the opinion, just you just take more guns. Take more guns. Because you can shoot them in your turn, and then you can shoot them. Well, you can right. just shoot always. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I actually think it would be and a good. Don't a good try for not game. to get into combat with any close combat yeah. monsters. I mean, well, let's look at their pistol yeah, for they, the rest of the units. There's three of the three mm-hmm. of the ten have that. So it, they they put out a lot of damage for a relatively normal battle line unit, and uh, yeah. if you can give them plus one to hit, and they do get plus one to hit against heroes and monsters. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you give an additional plus one to hit somehow, like a Celestial Hurricanum, mm-hmm. the Athematic Volley Gun becomes absolute murder. Yeah. I mean, it's like a unit of handgunners in three guys. Wow. Well, and, That's and insane. I think where the tricks are going to come is how these things are built. If we go back to, I think it's 5th edition, 4th, 5th edition in 40k, where they gave um, Tyranid and Imperial Guard choices in how to arm their guys. You could custom and sculpt. The same thing with their command trait. Mm-hmm. in this or their command ability the code the code yeah. which is big for them it, all of them follow a code and you take these things and you get a bonus if you use one of the ones they have already arranged you get a bonus footnote which is a once a game use so you get two of those if you take one of the ones they've arranged or you can just pick and choose yourself so I, I, I'm fully expecting to hit a table when somebody gets these done and just ask three times they did what to me how, yeah, what those work to how together. Oh, let's let's go know. over that because the uh, the code is kind of like I think very cool. So what it does is it allows you to choose your army wide special rules, and there's there's three aspects of the code. There's the article, the amendment, and the footnote. Um, you can roll for it per usual if you like yeah. to do things that way, or you could choose it, which would be the I think the way most people will, will play it. Yep. Um, yeah. Rob Rob would look down at you for doing that. Well, if you were doing if you're in a friendly game and setting up at the table, you roll. But if you're yeah. sculpting an army to go to a, a tournament, you're right. gonna the tournament's probably gonna let you choose. It, it depends on what you're looking for, right. yeah. what kind of game you're looking for. If you like to play for for funsies and a laugh, you roll because that's fun. Right. But if, if you're trying to play for competitive advantage, then you choose. It just depends. It's the age old. Well, and, and they say it in the rules with this one: roll or choose. I wish I had that choice in 40k because quite often my warlord rolls a trade. Oh, great! I can't use that anyway. So yeah, let's yeah. move forward. And we're done. I, I think everyone can agree that giving the option is the better yeah. choice. Yeah. In, in, yeah. In, in regular play, just if I'm playing with buddy, sure, roll, whatever. Yeah. Because if it's useless, usually the guy across the table is going, no, re-roll that. You can't even use it. I don't have psychers today. Yeah. You know. Well, it's just the, the, the same issue with Maelstrom cards. Yeah. Like, those um, just don't belong in competitive play. Right. They just don't. The way, the way it is out of the box is just non-suited. For that, it's a great time for a casual game. Well, it gives it gives a wide swing to the game. You can draw nothing. You can do all game or draw something that gets you from six points behind to a head. Right. In which, one turn. Which for a casual game is great. Yeah. Well, it for keeps a, you interested. For, keeps a, you for a competitive game. But anyway, not, the, not the so code. Much. So they they the fluff behind it is they were warring with each other over the <laughs> aether gold floating in the air. Uh, was it Grundy's breath or whatever they call it? Yeah, the aether gold protects them. It provides um, them the ability to fly. It makes it's, them Yeah, it's what all the alchemical magic. magic works off of, or alchemical science that and, they have works off of. They don't like magic. Well, um, it also hides them from magical scrying, so that that's what allows them to apply the, the, the airways without being found. Right. You have to physically see them. 
And that's what allowed them to survive the Age of Chaos. Hiding up there yep. in the Edge of Chaos. They hid, they hid and they were, they were hidden from all of the Chaos magic. But they were all trying to fight over it, so all the big households, all the big town, uh, floating city-states got together and said, okay, we have to live by some sort of code. Mm -hmm. And all of them <laughs> adhere to the code in some way. Um, you have six different choices as your main article, six different choices again as your amendment, and six different choices of footnote. You can get a command trait, which allows you another footnote. Yep. And one of the footnotes actually lets you change in the battle and roll. So that might be an interesting one to throw in, and particularly with the households. You all get an extra anyway. Mm -hmm. It would be nice to just grab one and roll for it. I mean, yeah, if that's something that gives you a hoot, then absolutely roll for it. Mm -hmm. Some people love that. That's well, but if you actually pick one at the beginning of the game and you reach the point where it's no longer useful... Let's can, say it's geared for heroes and monsters, and you cleaned up that. So you know what? I, I'm going to use my one that says, you know, these are just guidelines. And then right. re-roll and get a new one just to see if I get one that will help me for the rest of the battle. So I can see that being used to com competitive play at that moment mm -hmm. where you cleaned off. Because one, of one of the main articles talks about heroes and monsters and your hero killing them. So if you, you've done that, they're all off the table. That would be a great one to take and just roll see if you can get something else that will actually be helpful for the rest of the game. Yeah, I think that would be a lot of fun. And a lot of these tricks and then like maximizing efficiency is going to come as we play. Yeah. It's, it's not going to be readily uh, apparent. Um, there's three different charts of uh, artifacts of power. One of them is for the sky vessels. One of them is for the heroes. Um, two of them are for the heroes, and one of them is just for the sky vessels. And there's a lot of uh, fun stuff in there to like, customize. Is it, um, does, do all of them get one, or does it take up one of your artifacts? It does take up one of your artifacts. It takes up one of your artifacts, yeah. okay. Uh, I believe. Why would it well, not? Well, it's, it's in the list of artifacts, so I would assume so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then some of them are not available to the gunboat. Ah. So if you want to game the system, you only roll a D3 <laughs> if you want to roll, but then, of course, you can just pick, so who yeah. cares? But uh, three of them are available for the gunboat. The other the six are available for the frigate and the yeah. ironclad. Um, all kinds of fun uh, artifacts in there. Um, we can talk about those more. Um, Stack of battle plans. Yep. Does anybody use those? Sure, some people. Um, yeah, I don't I, mean that sarcastically. I just, no, I'm, I'm sure some game groups get together and they we we use them when we just sit down to play. Yeah. But I always find the fun of the game is not the scenario, mm -hmm. more more so than trying to um, outwit my opponent. That, that and it's like that's why sometimes when you go to a tournament and the whole argument of custom scenarios versus playing out of the book, I think that really just depends on what you're looking for from the game. Because I've yeah, always well, I've always had the most enjoyment of trying to just defeat my opponent in a fun, fair game, not necessarily uh, the whimsy of a random mission. You know, custom scenarios, I mean, depending on how, like I said, how, they're, how they're formed, really inform the event that you're yes. going to. Yeah. And a lot of them are being called events now. Because some are tournaments mm -hmm. where you're going to want to try to eliminate, like a scientific project, you're going to eliminate the variables. Mm -hmm. And others, very much more narrative, are going to have wide swings and you're really looking to reward people playing and the character of their army and mm -hmm. etc. Those are two very different things and you would write specifically battles for that. So some of those may fit and some may not for either. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. A lot of the ones in the book kind of deal with their story and their background, but a few of them I've read through would work really well as competitive type uh, missions or battle plans. So. I mean, and it could be fun to go to, especially like an RTT where you did play some of these. Yeah. It's like roll for one out of your book. Right. And that's and then whoever rolls higher gets to choose that one, mm -hmm. and that could be a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, for for an RTT style one day event that, as a as a way to mix things up, I think that could be a hoot. 
Um, but we can dive back into the war schools unless there's anything you guys want to mention about the um, artifacts or command traits. No, there's just there's combinations there people are going to discover that as I said that will be playing on the table and just ask they do what. Oh. No, we'll find out two weeks later that they read it wrong. Yeah, that's all. That's inevitable. And then two weeks after that, the our, our reinterpretation of it wasn't quite right either. And then we'll finally play it right a month later. Yeah, is that the way it always works, though? That's well, not yeah. the fun of a new army, though. You know, it's the, the well, and new rules and all of that. Because uh, well, with the corn book, they reworded um, the blood secretor, but they didn't reword it to clearly state you can't stack them still. So people are still mm. arguing over it because they didn't use the wording they used for every other one. Right. <laughs> Great. Good. I'm glad we cleared that up. Well, the guys in the know in, in England who have been part of the playtesting saying that's that's a wording meaning you're only supposed to have one because it's, it's a generic, but... But people don't want it to mean that, so therefore they try to... Well, and it's not the right. same language as something else. Um, during the uh, RTT Iran, there was a clear question about whether something can move eight inches in the pile-in phase, or whatever it was, six, eight. Mm -hmm. It said, well, it's worded differently than the Yeti. The Yeti one specifically says if they're outside, it can. This one doesn't. So since it doesn't say it, I'm going to rule otherwise, because there's a clear wording. Right. Yeah. This one, it wasn't worded like the other ones that say if you're covered by one, you get one, you're done. Mm -hmm. you know? Fair enough. But anyway, back to... Yeah, so we'll, we'll talk about some more of the units, and then we'll jump into some of the battalions. Although I think the battalions are not as exciting as some of the other books, but that's okay. Um... Since you can deploy most of your army inside of the, the sky vessels anyway, mm -hmm. yeah. you're often going to be getting that first turn if you want it, uh, or, or second turn if that's what you want. Because you're, you're frequently only going to be putting like three, four uh, drops on the table. Right. And the only people that are going to be beating you on the drop are the one. Like, Everybody else has, a, yeah, has a, an inclusive battalion to let you do that. Mm -hmm. So the big special character, Brock Grungson, mm -hmm. Lord Magnus. With the mustache gun. With the mustache gun, which is... <laughs> It's interesting. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't get to reading his. I kind of went this our admiral forward because I, I don't know if I'd ever see him on the table. So the, I don't. Some other people have been arguing that they think he's good. I don't think he's good, and I'll explain why. He shoots really well. He's okay. fast and he shoots well. So as a as a mobile firepower unit, yeah, eight wounds, twelve inch move, three up save. Uh, he has uh, seven different shooting attacks. Mm -hmm. He has four powerful combat attacks. He is a bit of a beat stick. Um, but his command ability, which I usually judge a character off of, okay. unless they're really just an all-out smash, you know, that's what they're there for. Um, it lets units charge even if they ran, but almost none of these units want to be in combat. Yeah, it should be shoot whether or not they ran. Yeah, that's no, what they want to do. Or disengage and shoot. Right. Yeah, that would have been amazing. Um, he is a bit expensive. Uh, 300 points. That's a lot. Yeah, you could, you could buy one of the little gunboats for that for 220. Yeah, or you could get three, 15 of the uh, Grunson the shooting yeah. dudes. Yeah. Um, and then he does mortal wounds when he charges. And then, like a lot of units, he has the high hitcher rule or the hitcher rule. Mm -hmm. Units that have the balloons on their back can hook onto a ship and they're transported by it, but they don't count towards the limit. Okay. So yeah, they're drug along with it. Yeah. They just get pulled along with it. So, so they can't be targeted? I, I believe they're taken off the table um, in that instance. Let's double check. High Hitcher does, uh, does not count towards the maximum number of Skyfares that can be... Yeah, he's, he actually is embarked on it for rules. Wow, okay. Mm -hmm. So you can search your whole army in one um, Ironclad if you so chose. Nice. Although, no, you wouldn't be able to put yeah. 30... Um, yeah, you can't put 30 Arcanauts you can on put that. 25 in there. So you could almost put your whole army almost in one Ironclad. And yeah. they'd all move in it. 
they all move together. <laughs> just deploy it all. It's like the old demon bomb army from fourth edition 40k. We started out with one chaos lord on the table, mm-hmm. and then he summoned the whole army. Summoned the whole army. Oh brother. Is that back um, when banners always pulled them forward right next to you, so you just kind of <laughs> he pulls them, they pull everybody else, just yeah. chains out of the table. But if you could, you know, imagine kill him first, the game was over. Oh. Um, he has some really good shooting attacks. Mm-hmm. He has good melee attacks, but do you guys think he's worth three hundred points? Yeah. I, I do not. I don't. I don't know what his other abilities. That's it. Uh, you can reroll hit wounds of one. As long as it, oh, that everybody has, a lot of them have that against heroes and monsters. So yeah, it's, the command that you don't want to get into combat. If it said run and shoot, then you could at least move about the table, and give yourself some maneuverability. But if it's running, then charge. You, you you maybe have tooled out one unit to charge if you're going to at all. If that. Yeah. Like there's only one unit in here which I would say is actually good at melee, and, and that's the engine riggers, and we'll get to that. But he's really expensive. Yeah. His command ability is mediocre, in my opinion. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, we'll see. But uh, I, I don't see him being taken for 300 points. No. He's a, a three wound, or eight wound model is with a three of saves. Easy to I kill. mean, he, he's, he's an eight wound beat stick. Mm-hmm. He's okay. I mean, I mean, he's not even really that much of a beat stick to be quite well, Four frank. attacks, three no. to hit, what, two, two to wound on that? Negative two. Ren right. two and D3, D3 with that chain. For 300 no. points now. No. Yeah. I'm not seeing it. Let us know what you guys think. Unless, I mean, yet we still haven't seen combos. We don't know what yeah. can happen with him. Well, give him an extra attack with all yeah. that. So, I mean, maybe maybe that you could make a melee army and we're just not seeing it. Mm-hmm. Well, what's your other choice of command traits that's on the same table the Admiral? Uh, well, the Admiral, he has invoked he in, the code. Yeah, he invokes the code. He can... Um, Choose one of the following... The uh, friendly carriage and overlords units within 12 inches of the Admiral uh, do not have to take Battleshock. Already better. Yeah. Already infinitely 12 inch, better. 12-inch bubble of Battleshock? Of ignoring Battleshock. Look out for the boss. Uh, you have a lookout, sir. Oh, that's right. That's right. He gets a 5-6. He can just shuttle wounds off. And you can get a... You pick a command trait that already gives him a 5 or 6. And since they don't stop your rolling of saves, you can roll. Oh, I didn't save. Roll. Nope, Bob took it. That's too bad. Sorry. I don't even, like... I don't even know if that's that good, though. It's like... This guy should be in a boat, and if he's not, he should be in combat. I don't, I, I like, don't see you ever not using the ignore battle shock, unless the only other one that I see being the, the quite good is uh, carry a big hammer, and he can reroll uh, to hit and wound rolls for the admiral in combat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Makes him pretty good, but then again, he has two melee attacks. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's not there. He's, he's not there either. That. Well, yeah. a lot of your but generals aren't the there two. for that. Yeah. It's kind of the mistake a lot of yeah. us make. We try to put that general into fight, and he's not really there for that. He's there to just tell everybody else to be better. For 140 points, he has a three-up save, six wounds. He lets you ignore Battleshock. If you're taking like a bunch of Arcanauts and you don't want him to get, to get run away or, or to get blended in melee, I would say that that's not a bad choice. He has three shooting attacks at Ren 1, two melee attacks at Ren 2, two damage. Mm-hmm. It's not bad. Well, I think it's your only two choices, though, for command traits of these guys. Um... Yep. So I don't think the others have it. They have abilities they hand out, but they don't do uh, command stuff. Well, let's look at the other command traits and see if that Admiral, because he's the only one that can take him. Yep. So let me see. There's the other lookout story you were talking about, Scott. Fleetmaster. Um, oh, can, yeah. That's actually really good. So yeah. it's, it's like Eldrad's old ability. You can, uh, after you both sides have finished deploying, you can move one of your sky vessels and redeploy it. So you can throw it out as bait. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
And if and they pull it back in, then, if they take it, yep. but or leave it where it is if they don't. If they didn't, it's right. so good. Move something else out to another zone if you want. So you can increase his melee attacks by one. That's really good. Uh, stick with for the code. Get an additional footnote. Not bad. Prospector. Uh, you can pit, choose a terrain feature and your uh, units from your uh, army in it. Don't take battle shock. So you put an objective in it. Right. Stick your guys in it. They're immune to battle shock. Well, and if you take, they have the. Six big cities, five or six big cities. I didn't count them, but all of them give you your traits already, and you're allowed to pick one extra footnote. So if you actually gave your general that, you could pick two extra footnotes. So you'd have three footnotes to work off of. Mm -hmm. Nice. And all of them are once per game. So you, and you're not allowed to double up. They actually do put that in mm -hmm. with the extras. Not allowed to double up, but that's still pretty good. And the footnotes for the households or the um, each city is actually um, unique to them. I was reading through they don't actually double up on this chart or i couldn't find any that did that's pretty cool um so i think that would give me reason enough to take the admiral just for that yeah to be to be your general to take the command uh trait and all that fun stuff well that's what all those characters are for like i said a lot of us made mistakes to try to put a guy in to fight and we realized no he they're finishers they're, they're not really yeah, there's support i mean if you wanted to you could give him the um, the order artifact that gives you, gives you plus one damage and you can give him plus one attack, and then you can get rerolls to hit and wound. So that's three attacks that are going to be doing quite a bit of damage. Yeah. But he's still not a real beat stick. No. Um, no, he's there to tell everybody else to be better. Yes. Inspire them. Uh, for the other characters, you have the Aetheric Navigator. This guy, especially if you do a two-list. I like list, that guy. Yeah. If you do a two-list format, I think that this guy is going to be an all-star. And that's the way we've been playing is with a two-list format. Um, and what that means, it's uh, two 2,000-point lists. 1,500 points between the two lists have to be the same. You've been practicing with that? I have. And it's, it's, okay. I've already come up with a couple of different ways to play it, and I think it, it's going to be a lot of fun. It helps you to overcome things like um, some armies are terrible at like three places of power. Mm -hmm. Right. Or if you, have, you, or if you have units that are really weak, in some matchups you can swap them out. Or you need to dig in to get a chaff unit because your army just doesn't have them. Right. That would seem like a good use too. I think you get more variety of models too on the table. Because um, you, you could throw a unit in there for fun, like especially if you draw a matchup where you're like, okay, I'm, I'm way over class. Right. My opponent, I'm going to switch it up to make it more fun for both of us. Um, or if you have a bunch of units that are super vulnerable to what he has, you're like, well, that's not going to be cool. Let's switch it out to something <laughs> else. Um, Aetheric Navigator, he's three up save, which a lot of the, the characters do. Wow, they give him three. Yeah, he's okay. quite good. So he has mediocre attacks, but that's not what you take him for. Um, on a three or more, you, uh, enemy, yeah, that's oh, yeah. the one right there. That... He summons the Aether Storm. He has an 18-inch bubble that on a three-plus uh, flying units have their move. That's crazy, crazy good against a lot of the most powerful units. So reading the wins, that's where he gets the extra move? Yeah, but this, I mean, imagine if you're playing against somebody who has Nagash, Archeon, uh, Bloodthirsters. Bloodthirsters, uh, Lord of Change, any of those. Carl right. Franz. Yeah, they all move half. Yep. That's really good yeah it takes them right out of the trying to get to you they have a lot of things to slow you up coming in to charge them yes um and then the other one is uh, if he does wrote, read the winds visible sky vessels um can re-roll the dice when they run or charge yep and you can use it even when he's um in march so he speeds them up kind of well how often are you gonna charge with the boats that's the, like yeah. what am i missing Maybe, Maybe the guys in Nottingham somewhere else where you got an extra move. I don't know. They just 
yell tally ho and move the boats are good <laughs> when you charge them yeah yeah i guess you, you if you're like we got to get onto an objective or if you took one of the choice weapons that don't have the reach you want to run you want to get the extra move maybe you charge a unit and then in your next hero fight is the guys get out and shoot them I, I'm not seeing the benefit of that assaulting at all. Yeah. yeah, I guess I was confused. Maybe it's one of the one of the, maybe it's one of the commands or something I saw where they get an extra move. There, can... there is a lot of ways to give him extra move, but it's not him. Yeah, it wasn't him. Yeah, and he's expensive. Yeah. So like, I would see the only way I see you taking him is in a two list format, mm -hmm. and then you go, oh, I'm playing against a bunch of guy, a bunch of flying monsters. Right. Here I go. Now I, I'm going to slow them down. Give me mm -hmm. more turns to shoot them. Yep. Um, the Aether Chemist, I think, is by a mile the best. Yeah, that's include. the plus one yeah. attack. It's an auto-include. No, I think not yeah. only do you take one, you take, like, two or three. Every every key unit should have one nearby. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I, I, I don't know. If you're going heavy on the boats. I, I still would argue that the Aether Chemist... Oh, yeah. Because... Oh, no, you definitely want some of him on the table, but... You can literally double the damage output of a unit. Yeah. I mean, it's like you've got two units for the price of one. Mm -hmm. The bigger the unit, the bigger the benefit. Well, it's, especially if it's any of the big cannons that get one shot, you're not getting two. Yeah. You're, you're adding that extra. Don't forget, you can on. technically shoot a unit at several different targets if you'd like. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, he, that, that bonus only works on Skyfarers. It doesn't work on the boats. It only works on the oh, infantry. Okay. But some of the infantry have insane firepower. Like, again, if you took yeah, a unit of... Yeah, the well, How big of a unit? Let's just hypothetically... Um, the Thunderers can go up to a unit of 20. You yeah. could get 20 extra shots. With a mini cannon. Yeah. You'll kill anything that anything. you shoot at. You're like, oh, hey, Archeon. Yeah. See ya. Hey. Ooh. Yeah. How do you like them apples? And then Frankie just goes and cries. <laughs> well, and if you're going to yeah. put 400 points into a bunch of guys to do that, you're definitely sure. going to have one or two of these guys behind them to say, do that again. 400 to and kill 900? do more of that. Oh, and <laughs> right now, yep. the ability stacks. Yep. So as now. silly as that is, yep. you could go, that unit has, oh, I'm going to stack, I'm going to do it twice. Now they have... They have, a, what, 40 shots. Or th I'm sorry, 30 shots. Well, and the way they worded it, I wonder if they are going to say you can't stack them. I hope they do, because that's I, Yeah, I'm hoping that comes in, too. And I know South Coast put it in their pack to kind of slow up that kind of silliness. But if you don't change that up, there's no nothing saying that you can't keep adding one attacks to units. No, it, right. well, it's the same thing with the yeah. with the Dwarden, where Frankie right now has, has Ren 4 crossbows. Or, you right. know, 60 he has, on a, two he has up. Ren 4 Knives in, in melee. Yes. Yeah, on a two up, he gives him a, 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 a minus one rend, and yeah. you can stack him. Yep. And that's insane. Like he killed Nagash in one volley. Yeah. Yeah. And the other guy was like, "What?" Yep. He's like, "Yeah, the when you don't get a, when you don't get a save, you yeah. just take it all." Yep. Uh, so there, there is that, and hopefully that is not stackable because of course that's absurd. You take an Arcanaut company of forty, mm -hmm. stack twice on them, and now they have sixty shots. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Uh, and then the other ability that they have is if they weren't good enough and they're only at 100 points, um, they can use their anatomizer at the beginning of a combat phase. Enemy uh, models within three inches reduce their attack's characteristic by one, to a minimum of one. <laughs> so he tells all of his guys here swing again. Yeah. He's the best unit in the book, in my opinion. Yeah. And oh, but that's not all, folks. He has a 3D6 shot rend two gun. Yeah, that's the. Oh, but he's, he's, really also the, he's also the cheapest. Nice. <laughs> is he? Yes. Oh, the Navigator is also 100 points. 100, 100 points, points for the Navigator. So, so you know, the... who would you take yeah. in this? Oh. Yeah. He's so, and the model's yeah. really cool. He has like a little I mean, vacuum. The Navigator that. may have some secret use that... 3D6 oh, yeah. shot Rin 2 gun. Yeah. 
on a four four. You're just gonna bury him with the uh, massive attack, yeah. Yeah, I mean, just he's awesome. Yeah. Uh, the injured master is your tech marine, so to speak. Yeah, um, he he uh, can fix the uh, boats. He, he's decent in melee too. He's not bad. Yeah, not that I'd ever want him in melee. I'd want him in the boat, yeah. get there, keeping it running every time. So then, yeah, they heal D3 wounds on the boats. And the supercharged harness. Um, oh, yeah, a lot of them have this. On a 2 plus, they automatically do 3 damage with their melee weapon. But on a 1, they take a mortal wound. A lot of them do that. So the characters are a mixed bag. I think the Aether Chemist is just a, a shining star. Yeah. And the Injured Master is definitely not bad because the, the uh, Arcanaut Ironclad and the Frigate heal themselves every turn on the 4 plus. Yeah. And he just adds extra to it. So all that firepower, they're not stopping because of the low saves. He's helping bring yep. it back. Um, we'll talk about the boats. These are There's a lot to talk about. So we'll kind of just, yep. we'll give it like an overview. Yeah, there's, there's so many lot. little sub yeah. so pieces. Out the gates, they're not as fast as you think they would be. No, they're at 8 and 10. And mm-hmm. I think 12, yep. Yeah, the, the big one is 8 no matter what. Mm-hmm. The other one starts at 10 and works its way down as it takes damage. Yep. So the ironclad is always moving at eight, kind of like a an endless dreadnought of destruction, just kind of yeah. rolling forward. It's it's the firepower is not impressive to me. Um, mm-hmm. Most of the but shots, it's got a lot of them. It has a lot, but the big guns, there's only one shot. You have one D six. It's a single shot cannon. It's exactly what it is. Right. With half the range, well, two thirds of the range. Uh, the skyhook. I don't think you're ever going to take that. I think the cannon is clearly. Better the skyhook though you do you can harpoon something and move a little closer to it so perhaps there'd be an instance where that makes sense but it does half the damage. Yeah, well if you're gonna do like with the frigate also can get the hook so if you're gonna do that unit with the pikes, you have the ten guys with pikes you put them in that one with the hook so they can get faster to whatever it is they wanted to attack. Yeah, I, I mean I, I, it isn't the main go-to for if you're gonna like field three frigates. Maybe one of them has that, so you can get the one unit you have to clean up anything you have to go fight. Yeah, so I mean, if you if you manage to successfully wound somebody with your skyhook, you can move D6 inches toward it, but you're hitting on a 4, you're wounding on a 3, sprint 2. That's not the best odds of getting extra movement. No. It really isn't. Mm-hmm. I'd rather just take the cannon and have the ability to do D6 damage. But again, you know, we'll see. Maybe on the tabletop it, it makes a big difference. Who knows? Um, and then it has uh, some torpedoes. Uh, which is four shots, yeah. four to hit, three to wound, rend one, D3, D3 damage. damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the carbines, eight shots, three to hit, four to wound, rend one, one damage. So it's got, it's got, it's got pretty decent flak fire. Yeah. It's not bad. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it'll, it'll pick Fried off charges for melee. Yep. It, well, the best one is the, so, is the, uh, is it the supremacy mine? Yeah. Once per battle, when someone charges you, they take D6 more wounds. You, you take it. Yeah. yeah. Boom. <laughs> But then uh, all of the, all the boats that have bombs, they can also um, um, they heal themselves on a four plus. Where are the other bombs? And can hold twenty guys. Where is it? The, oh, the, that's what it is. The grudge settler bombs. The enemy unit suffers D three mortal wounds um, when they charge you, or the enemy unit can be chosen to pilot an attack last with the detonation drill. And the reason that's so cool is you combo it with the uh, Thunders, who right. when, when you activate them in melee, they can just withdraw. Uh. <laughs> so if they're next to the Ironclad, you charge it, you drop that thing on it to make those guys go last, mm-hmm. and then you activate them whenever you want. 
Right. And you just have them walk away from combat. They walk away from the combat. But they can still shoot. <laughs> and then they also do an automatic mortal wound to anybody that charges them. So someone could charge the two of them if you position your models in a right. way. They charge both. They take D6 plus one mortal wounds, and then you just walk away. It's little tricks like this that I think are going to make this good. Nice. Well, I mean, who wants to charge that thing? If it's full, you're getting, what, 2d6 fragmentation charges, 441, and five shots, 441, from the belaying valves. And, and you're beating on a, an 18-wound thing. Yeah, but none of those attacks have ran. They hit on a four. Eh, it's okay. I mean, you'll do six, you do three damage with no rend from the right. melee attacks. What really is going to do the damage is if you do the Grudge Settler Bomb and the Supremacy Mine, and you do up to nine mortal wounds. Yeah. yeah. That will give pause to anything. Yeah. Not bad. So it's, it's pretty cool. And then with embarking and disembarking, it happens in the hero phase. Not bad. And then the frigate is very well, no, similar to this uh, one. Disembark is hero phase, embark is movement phase. But you're not allowed to do both in the same turn. Yep, you're right. You're right. Yeah, because when I read that at first, I'm like, wow, so you could get out, do a hero thing, and get back in. No, no, wait, it says you can't do both right. in the same turn. So you're out in the hero phase. Yeah. Which means any unit that leaves can still move. Right, it's not counting their charge, movement. Right? So it sounds like I only need one model in range to embark. What if your your unit's like strung out? And like, Does it say within three inches? It says, oh, no, if all models uh -oh, in the sky. All phase. models, good. Oh, Thank God. Reading Thank you, Game Workshop. <laughs> Though for putting that in there, all yeah. the, the all very keyword. Yes. All thank you. Yes, because that would have been fantastic. <sighs> um, so the the guy <laughs> well, reaches the all just suck up I like know. a vacuum. The, well, that's um, a forty k thing. The ironclad also has a number of orders it can give. Um, add two to the attack characteristics of um, Aethershot carbines, and this affects all visible sky missiles. Right, so yeah. you can get plus two, and those are three, hit on a three, one on a four, and one. Add three inches to the range. Yep, reroll hit rolls of one in the shooting phase. Add three inches to the range characteristics of all missile weapons. And again, this affects everybody around everybody you. Everybody around you. And all sky vessels. Uh, reroll to hit and wound rolls of one when you attack things that can fly. Um, and then uh, your hero can give an order if they do so until your next hero phase. You can reroll save rolls of one for this model, but you can't embark or disembark. Pretty good. Yeah, so, I don't know why you wouldn't include one of those. It's kind of that's, like, that's... I guess, like, okay, why would you not include Sky Vessels? I thought about this. Say, in six months or now, mm -hmm. if you want to be different, and you well, do an all-foot Sky Pirate Army, just because. Just because. I actually think that... What the, happens uh, if, uh, if something gets blown up with the models on them? On a one, they'd take a mortal wound. Okay. If there's no room for them to set, they're also gone. Okay. Because I can also see these things getting hit by cannons and just oh, no. blown up. On a, a roll of a one, a model is slain. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, but if you wanted to do an Arcanaut horde, I actually think it would be quite good. For 1,200 points, you get 100 guys at three attacks. Hmm. Yeah, and the way it's worded for the slain, you roll for all the models that are in it, and then you take the ones you want out. Okay. So it's not like um, sometimes, if, like in 40k, if it goes boom, and you have a character, and they have to roll for the character. Did he take? Right. Did he take a wound? Did he go away? Right. It's just you roll and take what you want. Right. Yeah. Uh, the frigate is the medium-sized ship, very similar. We're not going to rehash yeah. everything. It's got less attacks of everything. Mm -hmm. Holds and less holds guys. 10 guys. Yeah. Yeah. Up to 15. Up Go, to 15 if you want to slow down. Has the same bombs. It does not have the D6 mortar wound, but it has yeah. the other bombs. It's faster. Yeah. It is two inches faster. Um, two inches is a lot, baby. <laughs> uh, you can reroll hit rolls of one in the shooting phase for the Arcanaut frigate. 
And it's move characteristics halved and it may not run. Um, yeah, all hands to the guns. So he slows down, but you shoot better. Uh, if there's a friendly etheric navigator visible to it, it gets an extra D3 inches. Uh, that's mm. right. That's where I got it. Yeah, so that can affect all the frigates. And that, that actually works on the ironclad and the frigate. And I get bet it works on... And I would bet wrong. Yep. Yeah. So they, yeah, they, 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 they almost sound like they're a separate militant unit when you go to those guys. The, the Devastator type squad. The, the Grunder stocks. And let me see. They have sky mines, which affect... Um, uh, you roll a d6 on a 6, it does mortal wounds to flying units that end within an inch of it. And other than that, it's pretty much the same. See, and I'm wondering, can you get one of the big ones and then two of the, the smaller ones? Well, the big one is a 440 points. And the other one's... Like 320, if I remember yeah. correctly. Um, the frigate is 280. 280. And the That's right, because with the Argonaut in it, it's all together um, 400. Yeah. That's what I was... I was working that out in my head earlier, but I wasn't thinking about the ironclad. Because all those together just sound like an unstoppable destroying machine. I don't know. I, they, just don't do that much, really they just don't do that much. It does sound like it, right? It does sound ironclad. Like it. But then, like, you look at the ironclad arsenal and, like, any Well, one he of gives those... the command to everybody else near him. You've got right. basically three groups of ten Arconauts in there. Right. One, uh, one yeah. group of ten each. I mean, I would, definitely, I would definitely take one and then three units of Arconauts and I'd put them in there. Yeah, I, I'm, I mean, not, I'm not going to be taking them. I have too many armies to paint, but... Yeah. And then just start in the middle of war and just go to the middle and just drop everybody off and be like, go. I think that the, that would actually... I, I think that the way that this army is going to win is if you go... So if someone else's army is deployed broadly, mm -hmm. you send everything to one flank and yeah. attack them there mm -hmm. so that the, the other part of their army that's further away is not in range to do anything. Yeah. And then when they reposition, you get back in your boats and fly right. away. And that's why you take that command trait where you can reposition that... Airship that's has that unit, those units that can to, to figure them out with right. your deployment. Yeah, yeah. and I, then, you, then you hit where you want to hit. I yeah. think that's going to be the key to this army is yeah, precise movement. precision strikes. Get back in your ship, go somewhere else, get out, hit them again. Well, and like get out, stay out of range of their weapons. And well, like all the other armies they've written for Age of Sigmar, it's all the combinations because this guy's yeah. the Ironclad has things that can help the frigates with. You get the. Uh, navigator in there you get extras this and that mm -hmm. and all of a sudden you've got a fairly mobile gun platform that isn't isn't as bad as the original numbers show i think when people start putting in the combinations we're gonna see you know threes up to hits re-rolls different things stacked that just make them effective enough on the table to keep forward mm -hmm. it doesn't sound overpowered right now which is good there's no obvious pull out Mm -hmm. We'll see when. It's not like disciples is each doing twenty to thirty mortal wounds. A time. Yeah, where yeah. all of them get a spell that does mortal wounds, so you end up with. I'm going to throw my missile. Now they have a special missile. They have another they, special missile. Yeah. They have a fire that comes up around you. This one turns into pink horrors. Yeah, and yeah. the odds of failure are like extraordinarily low. Yeah, because mm -hmm. you have multiple coverages for your rolls and your yeah. magic, and mm -hmm. so. Um, Onto the Grunstock gun hauler. This is the just a gunboat. Mm -hmm. uh, ten wounds, non-degrading profile, which is great. Twelve inch move, five up save. The frigate only has a five up save. That's very low. Yeah. Um, the uh, ability says exploding drill. If the wound roll for a drill cannon is six or more, you can pick another enemy unit within three inches of the target. That unit suffers D three mortal mortal wounds in addition to the <laughs> damage dealt to the target unit. So the drill cannon, eighteen inch, four to hit, three to wound, rend three, three damage. That to me is the. Uh, that's the choice, in yeah. my opinion. Um, that guaranteed three damage with Rin three is really good. Yeah. As but opposed to the, the sky four to hit. 
Yeah, but they're all all of them are four to four hit. Four to hit. Like mm-hmm. everything across the there board. There must be is something. Four to hit. Like said, there must be other things in there that, that cross over to give them a bonus. To hit, I dive. haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Unless it's an artifact. I know there's a lot of rerolls for ones. And that's against like monsters and vehicles and stuff. Um, these guys can they can look out surf for the bigger ships. Uh, they have the same. They have the the bomb racks, mm-hmm. uh, and then they have a, a head full. And each of your hero phase, the captain can give this order uh, until your next hero phase. We will run and charge rules for the ships. They wanted to get into combat so bad. Why? He has yeah, d six no. plus fun, two maybe. shitty attacks in combat. Yeah. Well, I mean, there must be going to combat. Sure, but it should be run and shoot. Yes, it's a shooting army. I mean, just say that. the boat's just like yeah. bank does nothing. Yeah. Why? Why did we do this? Well, because if you're gonna, because what you you'd want to so charge out, you shot something as loud as you can, as kind of that last push off the table, not as your main tactic to I, ram something. To get onto an objective is the only thing I can see. Wasn't that the British tactics though with their ships? Was to just ram people? Yeah, but they would soften them up and then hit them. I think that was more like the <laughs> that's, Romans. That's my uh, that's my only knowledge of uh, really British knowledge maritime history. war history. No, they British usually things. didn't do that. They would they would oh, okay. They well, would uh, hook over on side and go. Then I, I got nothing then. And then we My did theory. that to them. Got some ships that way. But yeah. Oh no, the, okay. When the when the thunderers they they do retreat. Okay. So the 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 correct verbiage is withdrawal or retreat when you pull away. Retreat. Mm-hmm. Retreat. Okay, so they would not be able to shoot, but they don't get hit, and they don't want to get hit. No, you don't want you don't want one wound four up save models. No. One wound expensive. One wound twenty well, that, models. Yes, there 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 are other more expensive for less bang models than them, but you don't want them going away either way. You mean yeah. like um, black mains? Oh, I was going to go two with. The, oh, that's true. Actually, we'll talk about that later. Those guys are the spite champions. revenants. Champions at a hundred points for one wound each, and they have like a five up save. But they do mortal wounds. No, they don't. Which oh, I'm talking. I'm thinking spite of, revenants don't. Oh no, spite revenants are terrible. They lower yeah. their leadership. Yeah, they're they give you a minus really one bad. leadership, and it, it seems like they're writing some sort of trick to use them with, and it doesn't seem to come off. No, they're, anyway. they're, those guys are garbage. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, and then we come to the last two units in the book, both of which I think are quite good. The engine riggers, I think, are excellent. Uh, these guys have two wounds apiece, four up save, 12-inch moves, seven bravery. Uh, pretty good. They can hang on to the boats, and they, they get transported with it without counting towards the are limit. Are they any better in melee? They're, these guys are actually quite good. Oh, yeah, they get a saw, too. <laughs> so they each have a rapid-fire rivet gun, which has three shots, three to hit, four to wound, rin one, one damage. And then they have a, um, a saw, which is three to hit, two to wound, rin two, d3 damage. D3 damage. That they can automatically make do three damage. And it's one attack, though. Yep. Is there a way to get the, yeah, the, the other chemist. guy near him? The chemist can give him plus yep. one attack. But he has to be in a certain range in the hero phase to do that? I think it's like 18 inches. Oh, well, that's not so yeah. bad at all. Never but he mind. should be in one of those Ten. boats, right? <laughs> Ten. Ten Ten's okay. Right. But he'll be in one of the boats that they're being t- uh, pulled along with. So. so he pulls him along, goes, here you guys, get your buff, now go get him. Because the, if he's in the boat, does that extend his range? No, they really can't do much when they're in the boat. So that, so no. that his, his buff does not He has not to get happen. out. As, as I understand So he has to disembark, tell them to do their damage, and then... Does it say Fly that? Fly in the wind for one round. If you're in part, in. I don't think you can do anything else. Because if he has just a, a passive buff, I don't see why I wouldn't. Yeah, embark units cannot do anything or be affected in any way while oh. they're embarked. And they can't affect anything. Okay. Uh, so then these guys have a choice for three special weapons. They have that six shotgun, but for some reason it's on a four, wounds on a four. Right. Um, well, but, you get a six shotgun. Four and four is fine. But there's usually five four for the other guys. That's true. Um, they have the skyhook where I could see that being good because they can shoot you, get closer, yeah, they and then pull charge. The whole unit forward, yeah. yeah, they have a drill cannon. Uh, but the really cool thing is the grapnel launcher. 
Again, so 24 inch range, you, you pick a terrain piece or a unit, if you hit it, you can move 24 inches towards it. So they're like bionic commando. Drill cannon. So, so their job is to run over and be three wounds, no, six wounds to go sit on an objective. Interesting to each. Uh, fact, drill cannon was Reese's nickname in high school. <laughs> really? Is that the you place knew. for this? You knew. Uh, ah. All right. Did I... He'll be here all week. So try you, the have clams. To, you have to aim three inches away from uh, enemy models, <laughs> but so they could um, they can move twelve, shoot that, go twelve. I mean, really, you could do that, and then can you take? Uh, can you take a, the skyhook and a grapnel cannon? No, you either can't. a. So I don't think you're really going to take the grapnel cannon too frequently because it doesn't do any damage. But for the Eldar jet bike, get to the objective on the last turn to win the game. That's it. That's the deal right there. Well, and you could just have the guy get out, gives them their buff. They get well. They get out. He gives them their buff. They zoom off towards something and do two of those swings at three, two, two rend, and, and three then, damage. And then charge and then do more damage too. Jeez. So these guys, they're 120 points for for a three, mm -hmm. if I remember correctly. Uh, yeah, 120 for 120. three. Mm -hmm. So they're pretty, they're pretty expensive, yeah. but they, you get a lot. Um, they hit. Very hard. Um, they wouldn't be that hard to kill, though. It's just two, two wounds and four. I can't wait to see these guys on the table and the way people paint them up. They look cool. Yeah, the, the primary one that I noticed they did all the, with the, the spears, they did little bubbles on them in metal. Mm -hmm. But I noticed in the book, I thought it was some people online doing that. They're actually putting it there so it looks like there's a gas in it. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. You know, freehand paint, so it's, it's a little wavy ether or something in those little bubbles, like the little glass things to it, which looks way cooler than just making them steel. Yeah, but although making him steals like a lot easier to paint. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so then the last unit in the book, the Sky Wardens, 12-inch move, exact same stats. Their pistol is one shot, three to hit, three to wound, run one. So clearly, clearly quite a bit worse. Um, and then they have a Sky Pike, which we've seen. It's uh, two attacks, four to hit, right. three to wound, run one, D3 one damage. damage. They each have one. A two-inch reach, yep. which for three per unit, you're not going to need the yeah. two-inch reach. Um, the, the Arcanauts, the two-inch reach means those three guys in the 10, you just put them in the back in the and back. actually get to do something. Yep. Uh, but the Arcanauts come on 25 mil bases, so you have two rows anyway. Do they? Yeah, they do. They yeah. do. That's right, that's right. All the guys Fire at Adepticon were showing pictures of them on 25s. They're yeah. slim They're slim dwarves. They're slim dwarves. They're slim dwarves. They're not um, like their bigger, fiery cousins? No. No. Unfortunately. No, living up in the sky, you got to keep your weight down. That's the thing I was disappointed in, because they, they mentioned in some of the... Some of the fluff in the book and other places where there are some the fire slayers living with them, but there's no battalion that actually mixes the two and lets you do that, mm -hmm. which is disappointing. Uh, they have a couple of fun things: time charges when they retreat. Uh, enemy model, uh, enemy units within three inches on us. You roll a die for each. Uh, oh, just for each enemy unit. Oh, mm -hmm. that's for each <laughs> model. I was like, wow, they throw bombs and they're positive. No. Well, on a six, the unit takes a mortal wound. That should have been every model in the unit. Yeah, it's better than nothing. But it'd be so, awesome, like someone charges you, there's than twenty guys. You're like, yes. bam, <laughs> you run. Well, is it each guy doing it? So you're getting three guys per um, unit, or no, or it's just unit. one. Just roll a yeah, D6. Then maybe it should have been a D3. Well, I can see that I bother well, with models. Just do D3 model wounds. Like you said, you better than nothing. Right. Yeah. It could have, it could have been nothing. Mm. It's just do D3 model. Well, the other sounds way better. Yeah, so I assume no, these guys are way cheaper. They're 100 points instead of 120. So for twenty more points, I get a chainsaw. You get three times the. Firepower. You always take. You always take the other guys. Yeah. Why do they do that? I don't know. 
Uh, Sky Wolves surround themselves with airborne mines. When an enemy unit that can fly ends its charge within one inch of uh, Sky Wardens, for each model in the, in the charging unit on a six, they take a mode of movement. So there you go. Oh, well, so, so you'd use these guys to throw onto an objective and toss the mines out just sit there. It's, only, it's only against enemies that can fly. Hmm. And oh. it's just when you charge mm. them. Yeah. So well, they're, they're, I, I envision they're supposed to fly in front of your boats. You know what yeah. you're going to do? You're going to take those guys and you're going to play against the one guy who has like a unit of harpies. <laughs> you're like hee hee hee. The guy's like my harpies. The only oh, <laughs> uh, my uh, my night hunt army. All of that flies. That is true. They would come in and all yeah, take little wounds. <laughs> like, ah! And again, two list format. You yeah. would actually take sky wounds because you're like, oh, lots of flying guys. This will yeah. be fun. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Well, so there. That was uh, kind of like that was fairly extensive actually. Take yeah. a look at the carriage and overlords, but uh, yeah. obviously there's a lot to learn. There's a lot we haven't seen. Let us know in the comment section what you guys think. What What are you excited to play? What combos did we miss? Where were we just wrong? Because I'm sure there's people <laughs> yeah, that disagree I'm sure with I'm us. Wrong. Well, yeah. I where think... are we wrong, and where do you live? What? Hey, Put that, in that wasn't said to make them feel better. <laughs> that was not done for them. But that's it. Uh, but I think the real tricks are going to come in when people start piling up those command traits. There's going to be some combination of characters and the traits and, and the, the code, code and yeah. the. Where some guys coming in and just wailing on something or getting enough extra swings to make it worthwhile or whatever it is. I mean, I, they I just work in conjunction perfectly. I agree with you. There's stuff that'll, that'll reveal itself, but I feel I feel like we've already seen some incredibly powerful combos. Yeah. The Thunderers with the Aether Chemist is, didn't take a genius to find that, but... No. <laughs> but Mortars. Mortars with an extra, an extra shot are awesome. Or just Deck a mini cannon. Or mini cannons. <laughs> You're gonna throw two guys back there, throw two extra shots on everybody. And just kit them out specially for specific tasks. Yeah, I would yeah. take a unit of 10. And, yeah. well, and if you're gonna, uh, you know what? Take a unit 10, of 20. 20. Yeah. And then have the, the chemist that flies in the boat with them. Yeah. Or if you're going to take out. the basic dudes, Boom. if you're going to take the basic company dudes, um, kit them out like you would do like Imperial Guard veteran squads. Like make sure that all the three special weapons are the same. Yeah. Um, and then each one has a specific task. Yeah, well, with all those choices, it reminds me of those Imperial Guard armies when they were allowed to make those choices back yeah. in this like, is very similar to a guard, a guard army. Just, it really is. People came up with some crazy combinations of they have this order, they do this thing, and mm -hmm. their unit has this, and now I have guys with the four up save they're hitting on twos yep. that do this. And you looked at them like, well, you, how did you do that? How? No, I think um, there's a lot of fun stuff. Yeah, and you're, and then they range from like honorable trait merchants to like. Privateers. Yeah. Right. You Rope can make it hard yeah. So, rumor mill, what, what is that's a rat tail? Yeah. They, they, they popped this picture up. It looks like it's already painted from the way the lighting is on it because I can't mm -hmm. see how lighting on the bottom would come up. So, I think they black and whited this. Mm -hmm. So, uh, Skaven release? Maybe? Uh, it it might be something from their new game that's coming out. Well, it did say AOS or 40K. What is it? Shadow Spire or something? But it, it says usable yeah. either. Yeah. Maybe maybe uh, I mean, Skaven are now coming to the Undercity. Could be a Nurgle thing. I that mean, would make sense. You Skaven in the Shadow Spire would totally make sense. Yeah, yeah, because they just came out with the, the skeletons for that game, which, which were really amazing. cool poses. Look yeah, really cool. cool. The problem is if you wanted to actually use those in Age Sigmar, you had to buy a lot of sets. Uh, you'd buy some just to add to your units to give them some flavor. Yeah, here and there. Because um, I have enough skeletons, really I'm not buying enough to replace them. All. Right. But um, they'd so be we'll great have those the commanders, shows. replacement guys, little little extra. To them. Yeah, we'll have that photo in the show notes for you guys to take a look at. Um, yeah. I think it's time for a little thing we like to call a walk about the realms. 
<laughs> I think you're supposed to let Morana dub that in. Damn it, I See, like doing every time. I look around, Loki, like, hope it'll happen, and then you... I know. We actually really do in. need to get the instruments to play it. Dude, I don't want to play it. Like, we should get, like, a little drum set, and, like, it'd be good. <laughs> I'll get it. Okay. Um, so, uh, I guess I'll start it off, because I actually yeah. have a lot to talk about. So, right. I've, I've been... I know. Amazing. I've been hobbing. It's crazy. Um... My death army is, is pretty much done. Um, I have been borrowing a couple models from Brandon, the, uh, the head painter here. Done and painted? Uh, his, his are done and painted, the ones that I borrowed. Okay. My, my death army will not be done by Broadside Bash. I'll be taking a studio army. Um, but everything is assembled and, uh, and has been primed. But I've been playing it, the army, and I'm really, really happy with it. Um, I made a couple changes to my How many list. games did you win? I've won one, and I've lost one. So I've played two games this week, which is a big deal for me. Batting 500, I quit. Yeah. Right there. 500, Claim 500 pay me money, away. and I'm out. So I should do that every tournament when I win the first round. I'm like, I don't need to prove anything. I'm going to go now. 500 is good if you're batting that. Um, so I uh, I modified the list a little bit to finalize it. I got rid of one of the units of Black Knights because two big two units is kind of silly. Got rid of the White King, one of the White Kings on the Steeds. So if but you, guys you wanted to kill along, the Black Knights. I love the Black Knights. I still have a big unit of 10 with a White King on a Steed with him, with, with, to okay. go with them. Um, but... Dropping those gave me enough points uh, to take Arcan the Black. Yeah, he's he's and he's and I, and I needed another big bad in my list. So I do have the Vampire Lord on the Zombie Dragon. So you have a Zombie Dragon and and now I have Arcan. And Arcan is so, great. so I know what kind of game that's supposed to be. I got it. Yeah. I see. And then, um, but the real, I mean, to be honest, like people were laughing about the Black Knights. That unit is fast and it's survivable because. Not only are they getting their normal save, their armor save, which is a five up, but it goes to a four if they, they're taking damage from Ren Dash, which they normally are because they'll stick them in something weak. Um, they okay. have a death save, which is a five up normally because they're near the White King, and I take yep. that command trait. So um, he's your general? Uh, he's not my general, but he's a hero, a death hero. Yeah, well, he gives a six a up then. Your but general then, gives a five he, up. Um, yes, right? Are you sure? Mm -hmm. It's all, it's all death heroes. No. It. It's oh, from they the execute it? Dang it. If it's a trait your general takes, he's the bubble that has it. Well, you're so you've been cheating you've people. Been cheating. I've been cheating and you people. brought in Archeon. I've been cheating people. They FAQ that I'm sorry. specifically? Yeah. Why'd they FAQ that? It's because it's ridiculous. Oh, Rob. <laughs> Who's in charge? Well, because that way you can't do it with uh, 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 Nagash. That was right. ridiculous. Okay. Well, then I've been cheating. A Just a little bit. bit. A little bit. Just a little bit. A little bit. But they're still survivable. And they get oh, this yeah. banner, which brings them back on a six if they lose the last wound. Um, but their own banner uh, brings back D3 models for right. hero phase. And I take a big mob of them. So, no, that's the way to do so it. So I've been using them to like like hold up like units. And everyone's well, like, ah, yeah. so mad. And I'm just yeah, like... Yeah, you put the, put the general near enough for the bubble. Yeah. It's still 10 inches, so it doesn't have to be too close. Right. And they get a five up. And then anything on that last wound that's going to take them out, you get a six up to say, nope. They're right. still here. Nope, they're yeah. still here. Yeah. Oh, that really bums me out. All that, those rerolls. It makes me think a little bit more. So, so that's only the five up for near the ten inches of general. It's the general. The general. It's a six inch from any other hero, death hero. Yeah, well, not all of them. I believe it's a ten inch bubble. Yeah, yeah but it, but it's a six inch from all. It's a six up from, from all, all the heroes. other guys. Yeah. Yeah. That's. Worse. But then with the banner, before you remove the waddle, you roll. Uh, you roll, and if you roll a six, they stay. That's worse. So that's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, okay. But still, I feel bad that I, I cheated. Yeah, it's how it happens. Well, you wouldn't. But have, it was an FAQ. Brandon was doing so. the exact same thing. Right. Yeah, like, you'd have maneuvered something thing. closer to And you know who told that. me that that's how you do it? Brandon. Well, he's Fair a enough, then. cheater <sighs> also. Um, but I, I've really been liking the list. Uh, more ghasts hit like a brick. They are just nasty once they get yeah. in there. 
Um, I've been using the Vampire Lord's command ability. Do you to make summon them and then charge them? It depends. I, I, they're pretty fast. They're, they move nine inches. So if you summon them, though, it's almost a guaranteed first turn charge. Yeah, no, that's the div, that's the other unit. Oh, the other unit. You they take the still Archai have, or the... I take the Morgas. The gotcha. other, the Archai can go um, closer. The Morgas still has to be more than nine inches away. Yeah, but they get a three D six charge. Three D six inch charge. The Morgas. I think you're thinking of the Archai. The Morgas. No, no, the Morgas don't. The Morgas have the big axes, and their thing is they get a five up against um, uh, to ignore um, stuff. Okay. Well, the ones that have got 3d6 inches, if you summon Those them... Those are the archive. It's like, yeah. you're almost certain you get it. It's very high That's odds. Every death they player when the game hard. first came out, that's what they do. Is yeah. I'm going to summon them right here, and yeah, now they're going to roll 3d6 right. to charge you. Yeah. yeah. So anyways... I average, so I got you. Yeah. Oh, so I've been trying to make time to play, and I've really been enjoying it. Um, I play Pablo's uh, Dark Elf list, which, which uh, was Which is nasty and was not even optimized at all. Like, not... He had, like, stupid Coldwind Calvary that did nothing. So, like, he, he's, he has points in it, that he can be putting towards worse things, but just his repeater bolt throwers and that that yeah. the, the dragon, the dreadlord on that black dragon. So he's just he's shooting oh, off the table yes. and has something over his oh. kick your teeth. The, re yeah. the, re the reaper bolt throwers are so good. Maybe some of the best shooting it, and then he also he pairs it with the uh, the hurricane. So, yeah, which I as a guy who uses it, it needs to get toned down. Yeah, yeah. It, I did, my suggestion to tone it down just enough to not make it dumb, but to to kind of reduce it. It's mortal wound attack. You have to roll to hit because it can okay. do eighteen mortal wounds. Yeah, <laughs> and he just automatically hits. Yeah, my game against him. First turn, he's like, Arcan's dead, and then second turn, he's like, Vampire Lord's dead. I'm like, right. It averages yeah. like five. Well, no, no, no. But, but shooting, but because he had the Reapers yeah. were in his bubble right. shooting, yeah. and I was like, I can't get away from that thirty-six inch range. <laughs> it's just blasting. The plus me. one to hit should only work on humans. And it was the the three places of power. Yeah. So I had to like get into those areas to get my objective. Yeah, so he see, was just like, come on. You should have placed it last. One of your summoners last, put them as far away as possible. Right. Summon everything you want out there and then charge it off the table. Yeah. Right. Well, it was the three places of power, so I had to go up and start... If he's going to shoot you to death, you got you to cripple that first where you can start getting oh, points. Yeah, so you got the Reapers. And, I know. And that's when summoning the flying units is really good because they can get back there and kill them. Oh, yeah, I can... Next I mean, time. not that I know how to follow this advice. I give advice, people do it, and they'll, they'll win games. Yeah. I can't follow oh, I, do, but those, I do the same. I, I, that's how I protect my artillery. Dark Elves? Like, I'm surprised yeah. you don't see more people playing Dark Elves. And it might be because it's a legacy, or it's an older um, model army, so you, a lot of people you just are shying away from it. But they have some good stuff. Yeah, they do. Really good stuff. They're, they have yeah, a, a lot of them. You pair it with, shooting battle line. Pair it with free people stuff. Man, really good. Anyways, that's mine. I don't want to take too much time, but that was my walk about thrones for the week. Yeah, I haven't played any games, but I painted uh, two things for my anvils of the uh, Heldenhammer. Mm -hmm. I got a Lord Celestin and Lord Relictor done. I painted one corn guy just to see what I would like the scheme as he's done, and that's all I did all week nice. for for that. Fair enough. Um, I I didn't do anything this week because uh, I've been working a lot. You wrote an article. I did write an article. I've been reading the Yeah, good article. Words. Oh, yeah. thanks. The second part of it is on the way. And speaking of that, we have an interview with the people that made the Caradron Overlords and that interview will be coming up this week. Uh, so that would be exciting to hear it from the guys who did it. Um, but uh, this weekend, I will be furiously painting for the Broadside Batch. Uh, I have 50 models to get at least ready to go. Like, Oh, this is not, no, five zero. Five zero. Fifty oh it, this is not gonna be fun a fun day, a fun weekend for me. Yeah, and see I was I was belaboring myself because I have five iron jaws left to it's round hot. out two thousand points just to finish the paint. And I've got like the base work on them, that's it. They're just sitting there yeah. staring at me as they do other work, making me feel <sighs> guilty that I'm ignoring them. 
mine will not be like done done, but they'll be totally presentable for a tournament. Uh, well, I have faith in you. I saw how fast the other guys. ones were done that yeah. way. That was not fun, but I got it. I got it. The job done. Got the job done. <sighs> um, it's been a bit of a, a longer show. Do you want to do this? Um, you know what? We'll skip the random yeah. scroll. I did yeah. want to mention a couple things. So the the Eighth American Navigator can unbind, but you can also give him another unbind. Mm-hmm. But check out, there's a couple of artifacts that I was reading. I was like, oh my gosh, these are really good. One, uh, your target enemy gets no modifiers to save at all. <laughs> so someone's like, I got plus one save and a reroll. You're like, no, you don't. No, no I'm sorry. Um, one's plus two attacks to your missile weapon. Um, and then there was another one. Yeah, the, the very first household has some sort of stacking where you can give everybody the ability to, give tons of people the ability to stop spells. Gosh, it's so good. Um, there's another really cool one. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Aether Shock Ear Burster, any, if you kill anybody in the unit, they have to take a Battle Shock test, but that could be in addition to the normal one. So low bravery armory. If you did like some kind of bravery manipulation, like Seraphon with negative one, mm-hmm. you could just erase a whole unit. And I didn't update that, so I'd ignore the first few rows, but... I don't think there's any real new ones. Well, no. We can just zip... We have sure. a, a, quite a few events coming up this weekend. Okay. You know what? Make sure to check it out at the uh, uh, ITC tab of mm-hmm. frontlinegaming.org. You can see all the events coming up this weekend. We do have a, a GT-level event, which is a, a Broadside Bash yeah. that's next weekend. We're all going to be at that. Yeah, it'll be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. And then let's go through the top uh, ITC rankings, and we will wrap it up, baby. Okay. Oh, Have yeah. these been updated? Well, that's loading. You, know, you guys have a lot of good time. articles on there. I was poking through looking for Pablo's from his uh, podcast because he talked about the um, player types. And nice. I stumbled across the fairness... Yeah. Article. That was a really good read. That's a new writer uh, who's contributing to Frontline Gaming. He has a YouTube channel that's all about Age of Sigmar. It's quite good. Player it's, called, it's called like uh, Master Work Miniature or something like that. Yeah, that's who Pablo inter- um, interviewed. Top 10. Uh, number one, Michael Birch. Number two, Samuel Valdez. Three, Zach Lopez. Four, Ryan uh, Ariola. That's a hit. I like it. Uh, <laughs> five, Joshua Rowley. Six, Robert Woods. Seven, Alex Gonzalez. Eight, Joshua Harvey. Nine, David Griffin. Ten, James Hill. Top clubs. We have your mom's garage yeah. in the first place. I'm rooting for them. All right. <laughs> Betty's Fighting Havanikins, which is another amazing name. Love that. And then Mojave Wargaming Club in third. Uh-huh. Uh, Beast Claw Raiders currently is Jonathan Camacho. Uh, we have Bone Splitters is Grant Potsube. Yay. Uh, Chaos, we have Zach Lopez is in first place. Death. Is it the Raw Dog? No, it's Alex Gonzalez. Oh, I actually haven't played any. <laughs> Tournaments yet? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I'm doing this left-handed. So it's a little yeah, okay. wait, yeah, you did. Not, not Death. No, I played, not um, Death, no. I played, uh, what did I play? Corn. Corn. Yeah. Uh, Destruction, we have uh, Samuel Valdez. Yeah. Disciples of Zinch, we have Michael Birch. Flesh Eater Quartz, Lance She. Fire Slayers, still nobody, not surprising. My guys. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to take Fire Slayers to Broadside Bash. Wait, two weeks? Yes. Boom! I'm taking it. I'm going to be number one. Scott! Just have to say my name. Iron Jaws, number Scott one. Reed, Iron Jaws. Our boy. The top of I'm the small pile. Corn Bloodbound, we have Frank Deloach. Nice. All right, Frank. Frank. Order, we have James Hill, Seraphon, Jarrett Zazueta, and Clan Pestilence, John Fearhelm. John Fearhelm. All right, John. Stormcast Eternals, we have Adam Mofrad. Who's our uh, masterclass painter. Yes, he's extremely good. High, then, high talented... High demand. Uh, and Vlad Nika is our Sylvanath top player. Congratulations to everybody. So now I know what I'm taking to Broadside Bash, the studio Fire Slayer Army. So that you can be number one? Yep. You can be number one. 
We don't have a form. Somebody else bring Dick Buffman layers. is my name. Okay. There you go. There you Not go. Not Phil McCracken. Can you have a, can you have a pseudonym? <laughs> What's the other one Not I came Father up with? Pat the, McGroin. Oh, no, Rock Handsome. I like how a butch wagon Stevenson. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, thank you for joining us for this episode of The Night Throne. We hope you enjoyed it. Let us know in the comments section what you think about the Carriage and Overlords. They're pretty exciting. And again, this is going to be the yeah. last times we have an advertised 25% off. Get your order in. Yep. Get it at, now. Yeah. Orders at frontlinegaming.org or call 888-781-5120. Also, if you want an FLG mat, you have until Friday. That is April 21st. That's tomorrow. Uh, by the time you're listening to this, that will be tomorrow. To get it with a discounted price and free shipping within the continental United States on the new mats. Yes. Pre-orders. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening, guys.